This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. Insidious insinuations. You know, the devil dwells in the realm of suggestion and insinuation. He dwells in the realm of, of bringing thoughts to your mind, offering you these thoughts to see if you will receive them. Insidious insinuation. Insidious has reference to being so slick and so sly and so cunning with the whole intent of evil at the end. It would be like a person having a a dog chain and finding a little innocent girl and saying, I sure wish I had someone to help me find my dog. I lost my dog. I really wish I had somebody that would help me find my dog. And then when the little girl goes to help him find the dog, he already has his van ready, chains, locks, all kinds of stuff. It was an insinuation, but it was insidious. The intent was slick and sly and almost non-detectable in order to have an evil end. Are you listening to me? I need to give you a revelation on the insidious insinuations from the enemy. The enemy has been insidiously insinuating some things to you, insidiously saying that you're not enough, that you won't make it and you're not good enough and and you're nasty and you're low down and nobody loves me and my marriage won't work and my ministry won't get off the ground and I won't win and I won't be promoted and nobody loves me and I'll never be well again. These are insidious insinuations from the enemy but I'm exposing the plots and the plan of the enemy so that you can win and all you do is win let me go to Ephesians chapter 6 I'll begin reading at verse 10 it says finally my brethren this word finally doesn't mean the end of a thing it doesn't mean the conclusion but it means in so far as the rest of my life and the challenges concerning my life are concerned so for the rest of my life regardless of what comes regardless of things regardless of the challenges be strong in the Lord and the power of his might put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places therefore take up the whole armor of God. In other words, pick it up again and again and again and again. Pick up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, the difficult day, the trying day, the hurtful day, the painful day, the sick day, the mind-boggling day, that you will be able to stand. Stand means stand in opposition 
to all of the plots and the plans and the tricks and the schemes and the stunts of the enemy. You've got to stand in opposition because he is opposing you. He is an opposer of your dreams. He is an opposer of your vision. He is an opposer of your next level. He's an opposer of the big doors that God has for you. But we know that he's already a defeated foe. He's already defeated. So we stand and we stand firm in the victory won through the blood of Jesus Christ. It says that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand then it says stand therefore keep on standing vigorously and victoriously oppose the fiery darts the 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 insinuations the insidious lies of the devil the devil is an insidious liar he's flinging lies against your mind and accusations and slanders against your mind what is he trying to do he's trying to gain entrance into your life so that he can access every area of your life he opposes the plan of god for your life remember when jesus uh, when peter told jesus I'm not going to let you go to the cross. No, 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 no. Jesus swung around on his dude. Peter was his dude. He swung around on his dude and he said, get behind me, Satan. Satan is not his name. It's his job description. Anybody that opposes the plan of God for my life has become an enemy. So he wasn't talking to Peter, the person. He was talking to the insidious insinuations being flung against him. Am I making faith to anybody? We know that the devil is such an opposer and his job is to pound, 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 pound. And he keeps pounding with the same kind of lies, with the same kind of insinuations, stuff that we heard from a child and you heard it all. That's why we got to be careful when we speak over these children. Stop calling little girls fast. Then when they start acting fast, then you even perpetuate it. You're the one that spoke that into them. Stop calling children. You just acting dumb. Don't tell them they're acting dumb because all they hear is you calling them dumb. Then the devil is going to send somebody else to substantiate and qualify what you have said. And then they will be, their steps will be ordered to what you have spoken over them. Am I making faith to anybody? The Lord showed me a picture of a ram today. You know what a ram is. And he showed me a ram just keep cram, cram, just keep pounding, just keep hitting. You ever seen a ram just keep hitting something? Have you ever seen two rams? They just go head to head to head to head to head. What is, what is happening? The devil wants to pound so hard until there's a crack. So there's a little hole, a little gash, a little cut, a little wound, a little something so that he can weasel his way in. All he wants is an entry point so that he can have access to everything that you find near and dear to your heart. He wants to access your money. He wants to access your marriage. He wants to access your ministry. And he wants to access your mind. Are you listening to me? The songwriter said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. He said, Bless the Lord, O my soul. So, he didn't say, bless the Lord, oh, my mouth. 
oh my hands, oh my feet. He said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Soul has reference to your mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect. Those are the places that the devil tries to come in and finagle some things, ramming, ramming his agenda into your mind, will, emotion, imagination, and intellect so that he can gain access to your body, to your finances, to your family. Are you listening to me? Listen, the devil wants to ram, 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 ram until you're tired. The devil wants to tire you out. The devil wants you to feel exhausted. The devil wants to defame your mind and lead you to believe this will never change. Oh, I'm so tired of this. How long will I have to endure this? And your mind is so busy thinking on that. You've taken your mind off of the word of God. You've taken your mind off of his praise and off of his worship and off of your prayer. Are you listening to me with our Christian selves? These are the tricks and the plans and the plots that the devil brings to believers. He wants believers to be tired. He wants believers to be too tired to fight. I'm too tired to pray. I need somebody to pray for. I'm tired, too tired to pray for. Them. You better pray for yourself, call in some reinforcements. But you better pray. And not just pray. You got to pray the word of God. I found this note in my in my Bible, as a matter of fact, I didn't find it. I knew that it was there, and I pulled this note out for something that was going on in November. And I remember I was just praying, 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 and I was pleading the blood, and I was pleading the blood. Then I said, you know what? I'm not even praying to my maximum capacity because I don't have the word on it. I got up in the middle of the night with this little piece of paper that I happened to find, and I started writing down the things that I saw in the word of God to help me to pray. Help me to praise and help me to vigorously stand, vigorously oppose the enemy. Are you listening to me? We have to vigorously oppose the enemy because he'll come in any way that he can come in. Somebody had a Facebook post the other day and said, how many will clock if somebody come against your grandchildren? I'm like, yay and Amen. But you got to vigorously have that same mindset when it comes to your health, when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to your finances. Listen to me. I was under a big attack. The enemy had attacked my body with my saved, sanctified, speaking in tongues, love the Lord, serving in ministry self. I got a diagnosis of cancer. And with that diagnosis, it hit me because that's the big C. The little C is a cold. You go get you some little NyQuil or something and call it a day. But this was the big C. You can't get nothing over the counter for that. And how many of us know people that have literally died, lost their life in a battle against cancer? And I got the diagnosis. So when I got the diagnosis, of course, with my saved, sanctified self, I started speaking the word, I'm healed, keeping sickness and disease off me. By his stripes, I am healed. Then in my downtime, when I wasn't vigorously opposing, the devil came back. Who going to take care of your children? Oh, the kids going to be so sad. Oh, what is Pastor Tim going to do without his wife? And I had to shake myself and get back in my battle stance. And fight again with the words of faith. 
Not crying, Lord Jesus, please don't let me die. I, not, not that. I had to bring the word. I had to go to the word of God and keep fighting the good fight of faith. Are you listening to me? It seemed like the odds were against me. But with God on my side, we're the majority. The majority rules. Are you listening to me? But I would have moments that I would not be on guard. And the devil would fight my mind. I would even have, find myself with tears in my eyes. Wondering, should I start writing stuff down, how I want to be buried and what I wanted to be buried in and things like this. What my save sanctifies so. Love the Lord and believe that the word is true. But the devil would try to get me in my vulnerable moments. In those moments that I was tired. In those moments that I didn't understand. In those moments when the enemy would come to my mind, why me? Why I got to go through this? Until one day, the Lord posed a question to me. Because the Lord will meet you where you are. When your heart is right toward him, I was seeking God. I was asking God to help me. I would shake myself and I would go back to God. God, I don't understand it, but I'm going to trust you. I'll go to the treatments because the treatments can't stop me from being healed. They can't heal me, but they can't stop me from being healed. So anybody that's going through treatment, go through your treatments. They can't stop you from being healed, but Christ is healer. Are you listening to me? And the Lord posed a question to me. He said, what would you do if the devil asked for essence? Why essence and not T.J. Gabe or Gabby? I don't know. But he said, what would you do? Do you understand how righteously indignant I became? Do you understand how mad? It would be like a pedophile asking for your baby. A pervert, a rapist a traitor, a sex traitor, asking for your baby, asking for your baby sister, asking for your mother. I was mad. I was fighting mad, and I said, no. And the Lord said, that's the same position that you stand against with the devil is coming against your body. Having done all to stand, stand. That doesn't mean after you did everything that you, that means re regroup. After you've been standing for a long time and then the devils keep talking, regroup and stand again. Regroup and stand again. You got to constantly regroup. How do I constantly regroup? By going into the word of God and renewing my mind. I don't renew my mind from a gospel song off the radio. Because if I do that, I'll be sitting talking about truth is I'm tired. Options are few. No, I'm not going to regroup that way. I'm regrouping by going in the word of Go to the word of God. And I stay and I saturate myself in the word of God so much till my body don't have a choice but to line up to it. I stand a word of God so much about my marriage, my ministry, about my mind, so much that my mind, body, and soul don't even have a choice. It's got to line up to the word of God. This is talking about put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. We got to be able to withstand when the enemy comes against us because he knows our past stuff. So he'll bring our past stuff, stuff that we've been delivered from, people that we've been delivered from, stuff and substance that we've been delivered from. He'll bring it right on back. Are you listening to me? To see if you'll bite it again. 
He brings the bait to try to get you to bait it again. Are you, are you listening to me? It's like Gabby talked a, a couple of weeks ago about the fish. You have already seen them other fish get on a hook and you still dangling around. Once I saw one fish get on a hook and get snatched up out of there, I'm going over here somewhere. Are you listening to me? But the enemy knows how to come back subtly with insidious insinuations. So slick, so sly, so subtle that you can barely detect that it's him. But the plan and the plot, all from the beginning, he already got the van. He already got the chains in there. He already got the noose at his house. He already got the stuff, the whip that he gonna whip you with. He already got the grave dug for you. Talk about, oh, I wish I had somebody to share this candy with. I sure can't eat it all by myself. I wish I had somebody to eat it with. With the whole intention of luring you to your demise. It didn't, he, the, the, the enemy too slick to just, little girl, come with me. Little girl, come with me. I'm about to kill you. He's not going to do that. But he is going to have an insidious insinuation to lure you into his trap. He lures you with, with thoughts that come against your mind, that are hurled against your mind and bombarded and rammed against your mind over lies, 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 lies. You know the devil is a liar? Lies, lies, lies. And if you hear a lie so long, you begin to believe a lie is the truth. You hear somebody say, you'll never amount to nothing. You'll never amount to nothing. Then you go to school, you'll never amount to nothing. You hear that long enough, guess what? You walking around saying, I never amount to nothing. And then guess what? You never amount to nothing. Guess what you did? You took the bait. Come on. We've got to fight. And we've got to fight the good fight of faith. Then Amy comes in such a slick and a subtle way that he'll come with pains and aches in your body. He'll give you chest pains. Oh, Lord Jesus, I must be having a heart attack. Oh, what am I going to do now? You talk to your body. You speak to your situation. I didn't say don't go to the doctor and don't do all the things that you know to do. But I'm saying you've got to fight back with your mouth. You've got to stay in opposition. If, if my little grandkids were behind me and some kind of crazy maniac came trying to get my grandkids, you think I'm just move out of the way? No, I'm fighting to the end. I'm picking this whole podium up. Everything is a weapon to me at that point. Come on. You got to have the mindset that everything in the word of God is a weapon. You can't come in. You can't have my children. You can't have my mind. You can't have my body. You can't have my life. You can't have my business. You can't have my finances. You cannot have my peace. I will fight. And I will win. Are you listening to me? This battle armor here is indicative of a Roman soldier, indicative of a Roman soldier. And why would, Pete, why would Paul talk about a Roman soldier? If you know anything about Paul, some of our second-year students, they know all about Paul. He spent a whole bunch of time in jail. He was always chained between two Roman soldiers and then looking at another Roman soldier. They steering him down, he's steering them down. And while he's steering them down, God is talking to him. And God is telling him, see that armor? You put on the whole armor for me. 
they got on a natural armor, but the scripture already told us we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. Those are trained demonic influences, trained in arthritis, trained in heartbreak, trained in lack, trained in all kind of crazy stuff to come against you. I heard Rick Renner tell the story about a man and a woman. They didn't believe nothing about healing, but they came through his healing line. And he said the woman had her hands in her pocket and the man had his hands behind the back. And they didn't really believe in healing, but they heard the message of faith. So they came forward to see if this thing was true. So Rick Renner asked him, well, what do you want? He said, well, he pulled his hands from behind his back. All of his fingers were bent all the way back and his thumb was like it was growing out of the other side of his hand. His hands were mangled like a monster's hands. He had never seen anything like that before. And he said he's gone to doctor after doctor after doctor and they could not tell him what this condition was. They couldn't tell him what the condition was and then the doctor wanted him to go under psychological treatment because the man told Rick Renner, one day, this is going to sound crazy and the doctors think I'm crazy, but one day I felt like something came on me. And when something came on me, my hands began to twitch and turn and I had no control over my hands until my hands were completely and totally grotesquely disfigured. Then the woman, his wife said, she pulled her hands out of her pockets and she said, And when it lifted off of him, something came on me. Her fingers, completely the same way. What happened? That was an assigned principality from darkness that was designed in in grotesque disfigurement. Are you listening to me? It said it came off of him and it came on her. Why? The devil has looked at your generation after generation after generation after generation. It's time to start resisting some stuff. Come on. If everybody in your family has had arthritis, guess what? That was a principality trained in arthritis to attack your family. That doesn't mean you're going to have arthritis. That means you start standing against arthritis. Everybody in your family been having diabetes, you stand against diabetes. It is a trained principality of darkness to try to impose his specialty on you. But we stand, therefore, we stand in readiness opposing Satan's plan for our lives. Satan doesn't want your dreams to come to pass. He don't want your visions to come to pass. He doesn't want your health to come to pass. He don't want your peace of mind to come to pass. But we stand against it in the name of Jesus. Are you listening to me? (coughs) The devil tries to come through generation after generation with alcoholism, cigarette smoking, promiscuity, I'm not dogging nobody. I'm telling you, it's an attack from the devil. People didn't fall into these things because they low down. Listen to me. People didn't fall into these things because they're low down. They fallen into these things because they were blindsided by the insidious insinuations from the devil. Why do you think the grandmama is 42, the mama 29, and the daughter 14? And having a baby. Because the devil is coming that same direction every single time. So you have to withstand in the evil day. 
Are you listening to me? One of the first pieces of equipment that Paul began to talk about, and I'm going to close right here, and I'm going to walk through the other pieces. The first piece that he began to talk about, he said, have your loins gird with the belt of truth. Have your waist gird with the belt of truth. This loins and waist has reference to your gut your innermost being, your, your torso, listen, the, the place between your legs, the place of reproduction. You understand the devil wants to kick you so hard that you can't produce after God? So the very first piece of equipment Paul talked about was the loin belt, which was the most inconspicuous part. If you saw the Roman soldier, probably the first thing that you would recognize was the helmet with the big old feather on it. You wouldn't think nothing about the, the loin belt. But he said, gird around your gut, your innermost being, your reproductive part of you, the part that is supposed to produce after God's kind. Remember in Genesis, he told him, he said, reproduce, reproduce Eden all throughout the world, reproduce your image all through the world. But the enemy wants to kick you where it hurts the most so that you don't produce after God's kind. The enemy is coming against some of your digestion. And you've been having reflux, acid reflux, and, and pains and difficulty and bowel movements and things like that. Resist that. Resist the attack from the enemy. I'm prophesying to you right here. It seems like the most insignificant piece of the armor. But it's the most important. Because it covers your areas. But then you put your sword and your shield and all of your other armor is attached to it. Come on. It will be like somebody uh, clad in a three-piece suit. Shirt, nice shirt, nice tie, nice slacks and shoes, but they don't have no belt on. So every time they walk, their pants are falling down. Every time they walk, they got to pull their pants up and their shirt is untucked. Now the tie is out. Now the pants are falling down. Now your whole outfit is just messed up now. Because you didn't have on the belt. This was the important piece to keep. Oh, good God Almighty, to keep everything together. I'm telling you to gird your waist, gird your gut. Watch your gut. Watch the attacks of the enemy in your gut. Because it protects everything else. Listen to me. It keeps everything together. Listen to me right here. This is for somebody, and I'm prophesying. You're not falling apart. The devil lied and said you were falling apart. You're not falling apart. You were here on assignment by God so that you can keep it all together. Listen to me. Listen, 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 listen. You're not falling apart. The devil's been flinging accusations against your mind. He's been flinging comparisons. Now you're comparing this to this person. Criticisms. Fling against your mind so that you don't gird your waist. Do you see how insidious he is? He's trying to get to your waist through your mind. Because remember, he doesn't care how he gets in. He just wants in. Then he gains access to everything. Parents, 
Let us not be critical of our children. What you got on? Look at your hair. Where are you going? Who you think you are? Comparisons and criticisms. Sometimes it's just a look. Those things cut to the quick. I'm telling you. I've been studying this. I've been chewing on this for a while. We've all been there. You just get that look. They don't even say anything, but it's that look. Listen to me. That insidious insinuation. It's that comparison. I told you I was a first grader. I was a first grader. I'm out of time, but let me tell this story. I was a first grader. My parents had recently separated. They were going through a divorce. I can't even go into all the things that I had seen in my lifetime. And I was only about, what, six years old? So my teacher, I ain't going to call her name, but some of y'all already know her name. First grade. I'm first grade at Franklin Elementary School right there on Franklin Road. And the teacher just used to dog me and tell me, why can't you be like your cousin? Because my cousin was a couple of years older than me, and she was such a sweet, still sweet, the sweetest person in the world today, just a sweet person. But my cousin had both of her parents at home. Her life was a little bit different than my life. I had seen things that my cousin had never seen before, and my parents were going through a divorce. And you know, a six-year-old child reasons like a six-year-old child. I thought it was my fault. I thought maybe if I had been better and, and I had seen so much in my life that I didn't know how to manage it all at, at six years old and my, my edges had start falling out and things like that because it, was a, 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 it affects your nerves. Are you listening to me? And how dare you compare me to somebody else's life that doesn't resemble my life at all and tell me why I can't be like them. Miss so-and-so, I can't be like them because my life is different than theirs. You don't understand what I've survived. I'm a survivor here. I'm trying to survive. At six years old, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to reason. Don't you dare compare me to somebody else whose experience is totally different from mine. Comparison and criticism. You wearing that? You got your hair like that? You dating him? You working there? You driving that? Who you think you are? What ministry? What? What kind of business? What? Who you think you are? It's like a ram. Pounding. 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 Listen to me. Listen, listen. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Pounding so hard. Listen to me right here. I'm talking from testimony. You almost think you're crazy. You almost think you're insane. Because of the constant pounding from the insidious insinuations from the devil. He never walks up and says, hi, I'm the devil and I'm about to do this to you. He always comes in slick and sly to try to defame our minds so that we relent. We draw back. We feel inferior. We feel like we don't compare. So we get in places and we get in opportunities and we back out of the opportunities that God has afforded us because we feel insignificant. I, I can't stand in front of people. I don't know how to talk. Uh, what if I stutter? What if I mess up? Then the devil tell you, what if you fall down? What if you blunder? What if you do this? What if you do that? 
And then when your moment comes, you're not walking in your moment because the devil has defamed your mind over and over again, pounding, pounding, pounding his way in until you really believe. What's wrong with me? I'm here to tell you today, ain't nothing wrong with you. The hand of God is on your life. He knew you when you were wrought in secret. He placed his anointing on you before the foundation of the world. Ain't nothing wrong with you. But the devil wants to deceive you into thinking, it's me. Can't nobody love me. I can't trust nobody. I'm going to be alone all myself, all by myself. I'm going to be isolated. Lies, 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 like a ram, lies, 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 lies. But just like I would protect my little grandchildren, I got to protect my mind. I got to protect my emotions. I got to protect my will. I got to protect myself. When everything else is out of control, I can be in control from the word. God. He started off, he said, be strong. In order to carry all this armor, you got to be strong. You got to fortify yourself. You got to eat the word of God. Just like they tell you to eat your Wheaties or eat pasta and eat different things when you have the games and the competition. You got to eat a certain regimen. You got to do, I got to do, I got to eat this word. Don't stop eating the word. Don't stop eating the word. Yes, we want to pray because we just say, Lord, bless me. Amen. We want to praise because we like the, the way the bass drop. But you got to get in that word. It's the word. shata. It's the word that will change your for real, for real life forevermore. I'm closing right here for real, for real, real. You Google everything else. Google what you're going through. Google the scriptures that you need to read and read them over and over and over and over. Saturate yourself with the, with the word of God until those things that are, are coming against you are irrelevant and they fall off. Are you listening to me? Fight the good fight of faith. Stay your righteous course and remember to stay in the word. Remember to praise God. And that's the, the devil can't stand a believer praising God when you're going through. He threw his best weapon against you. When you up there praising the Lord, keep praising, keep praying, and keep feasting on this word of God. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church, we're a family.